Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. I'm Kimberly, fully vaccinated Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is the lovely and wonderful Jody Hamilton. She's like one of my comfort food guests. I just love her so much. But before we get into the show, I always try to keep these intros short. I do have a tier on Patreon that allows listeners to listen ad-free and with a much shorter intro. The Start Me Up podcast is an independent podcast supported by listeners and it's woman-run. It's patrons who keep the show going. If you enjoy today's conversation, take a look at the About page. Check out some of my past guests. You'll see most of the time I talk to political people, but occasionally I interview actors because I used to be one. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. I do two free shows a week, Mondays and Wednesdays, and they're followed up by What's Up With Me, a show for patrons only after each free show. Check out the variety of tier options at patreon.com slash startmeup. You can make a one-time donation by checking out the text in the Patreon description. I've included a link that allows you to donate through PayPal. You can find Start me up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Just stop by the iTunes slash Apple Podcast Store, become a subscriber, it's free, and while you're there, please rate the show and leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Now please enjoy my conversation with Jody Hamilton. Welcome back to the show, Jody. Thank you, Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, you're I wish I could actually see you the other day. I know, I know on Stephanie Miller. That was yeah. kind of fun. I always get a little intimidated when I'm on her show, though. Well, because you have a potty mouth. I do. Well, it's that, and she's kind of the queen. And um, I always feel like, you know, I mean, I for sure I have opinions. And (laughs) I think I have some pretty good takes on things. But, I, you know, it's funny to me because when I started doing all this political stuff, it was really by accident. You know, it's not like I went to school and I don't have all this crazy knowledge. I mean, I've learned a lot, I'd say, in the last, I don't know how many years, decade. Um, I've learned a lot, and obviously I have some decent takes, but it's just like I, I always kind of just feel like she has people like Malcolm Nance on her show. I mean, I've had huge people on my show, but then they're the expert. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? like, and so I'm not, I know I'm not on as an expert, but it's, it's always fun, but it's always a little intimidating. <laughs> You'll get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? What's been going on with you? I'm good, just, you know, you know, staying double masked and, and trying not to get COVID. What's it like in L.A., right? Like, just, I miss California, and so I just want you to tell me stuff. <laughs> like, okay, what's it off, like there? Apparently now I live in Florida <laughs> oh, <you> because <laughs> we have mosquitoes. Oh, wow. I never was bit by a mosquito when I lived in California. No, because it's a desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 not anymore. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Um, and my hair doesn't like humidity. <laughs> Nobody's hair likes humidity. <laughs> I mean, and I, it's not like I have curly hair. Right. I have basically straight, I have a lot of fine, straight, long hair. Yeah. So it just, it, it's not as bad as Cancun when I went there <laughs> years ago where it was like, why bother drying my hair? <laughs> What's the point? Um, but I mean, in the mornings, it's been like 75, 85% humidity. Oh my God. That's hot. This is Los Angeles. This isn't Florida. This isn't Cancun, Mexico. This isn't Hawaii even isn't as humid, you know, it's, it's, it's insane. And it's only been the last couple of months. So hopefully it'll go away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And then the last couple of days, it's been like, it's been very monsoonal. Yeah. Like, it's going to rain, but it doesn't, and it's been cold, which is weird in August, because yeah. that never happens. Wow. I mean, So this is our new normal, I guess. It is. It's. It's. I mean, I'm. I, I, the humidity is good in a sense, because it'll keep fire danger down. Right, yeah. 
but it does attract bugs that we mm-hmm. normally don't have here. I, I was listening to Tom Hartman a couple weeks ago, and somebody called in from wherever in, in the Northeast, and he said, we don't have mosquitoes anymore. I'm like, take ours. <laughs> you fucking want them? Because we'll give them to you. Oh, God, I hate mosquitoes, and they love me. <laughs> they love me, too. I mean, when I did go to Cancun years ago with my friend Megan, we got down there, and the first night, we were staying in an all-inclusive hotel, so basically there was a there was a restaurant on the property that you could go and order off menu, mm-hmm. which is cool, but basically there was like a dinner that the whole hotel, you'd eat the dinner together, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they would play games, and then... Then they would bus you to, like, a nightclub if you wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so the first night, we were not only outside, but we were sitting on the beach. So sand fleas and mosquitoes. Oh, my. You know, God, I don't even know if I've ever been bitten by a sand flea. I don't and know. So, and then we're playing these games, where it's these drinking games, which were very funny. And <laughs> um, But the next morning, she wasn't as uh, – mosquitoes don't like her as much as they like me. Yeah. And I was eating a lot because I was wearing a fucking muumuu, basically. <laughs> and – I was like bitten from, you know, my knees down. Wow. And so I went to the gift shop and they were sold out of off. Mm-hmm. And then I went later in the day, they're like, we have some. And I'm like, yes. And so basically <laughs> that was my perfume for yeah. the next week. <laughs> well, well, you know, there's that bugger off that I know Bob used to do ads for bugger off. And I, uh-huh. I think they sent him some. And so I've got that in my purse and I got to say it works. And it does. I did buy some, and then I've got these um, citronella bracelets. Oh, okay. And you wear one on one wrist on, like, the right side, like your right wrist, and then you wear one on your left ankle. And they work? They seem to work. Yeah. I mean, they certainly don't bother, you know. it's right. like, and, and it, like, if I do that, I'm not getting bitten. I mean, Lonnie, we also have these little um, machines that – they're teeny tiny little things and they spray stuff into the air around you mm. and can cover about 15 to 20 feet, mm-hmm. um, which also, oh, it's natural. So it doesn't hurt animals or mm-hmm. humans. You can breathe it and you're fine. But it, the mosquitoes don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's so good. So it, it doesn't keep them away from you completely, <sighs> but if, you, if you're in that zone, yeah. they won't bother you. So when Lonnie's out in the garage, he'll probably be coming in here in a minute and putting on bracelets. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they like put it in the middle of the garage while you're out there. Because um, that'll keep. Because they bug the fuck out of all of us. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to ask you about this. I might have asked you about this before, but two people now, two of my friends in LA, have been telling me that it's. In fact, one of my friends described LA as Mad Max because there's all these like, because of the disparity, and that there's all these new like tent cities cropping up oh, and yeah. people. Is it really like drastically different from just say ten years ago? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, I mean the the it was getting bad, but not so bad because I live in the valley. Yeah. So I mean you've got Skid Row downtown. Yeah. Which has always been bad. Right. Um. Uh. But there, there. I live near the 101, so certain underpasses are bad. Like wow. Laurel Canyon isn't as bad as Coldwater. Coldwater is really bad. They actually gave them there. There is a porta potty now. So, okay, wait a minute. Um, when you say cold water, are you talking about on the freeway, the bridge? Or are you yeah, talk- the bridge. Okay. Under the bridge. Okay. Like, the 101 is over, and it's the underpass right. where cold water goes underneath okay. the okay. 101. Yeah. And it's just, it's sad. Um, and it's scary mm-hmm. to a certain extent. I mean, I haven't walked under there in a couple of years, probably. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, even two years ago, it wasn't that bad. 
But after but COVID, because yeah. so many people lost their jobs, lost their homes, mm-hmm. and the city, and I agree with this, it sucks but for a lot of people, a lot of, you know, go on next door and see all the Kens and Karens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they, you know, there is a moratorium about kicking the homeless out. Yeah. To a certain degree. I mean, Laurel Canyon, there's one guy that lives on the um, east part of Laurel Canyon under the freeway. And he has all his paintings set up. It's like it's like very tidy. Hmm. And Lonnie goes, "Well, that's bad." I go, "Look at Coldwater." Yeah. You know, and there's a place when I go to Stephanie's, I take Coanga because I don't want to get on the freeway. Because talk about Mad Max, people mm-hmm. are insane driving. Mm-hmm. And um, and especially at five o'clock in the morning, they just go really stupid fast. Yeah. And so I take Coanga and the underpass under the 101 there, on the um, yeah on the east side of Coanga. It's like condos. I mean, the, whoever built it, I think it's a number of different people that are, like, sharing this space. Mm-hmm. And it's – they built, like, a structure out wow. of cardboard and other things. Jesus. It's not just tents. Right. And they have doors. Wow. That's um, so sad. And it's kind, of, it's kind of artistic in a weird yeah. way. And it's tidy. They clean up. I watched them right. – uh, I think it was last Friday maybe. Yeah, Friday is when trash comes by. Yeah. And so they clean up all their trash and they get it ready for the trash man. Wow. I mean, it's still not pretty, but it's right. not as horrific as Coldwater Canyon is bad. And then it's really, really bad near Lancashire on Ventura Boulevard. Mm. There's that park and ride mm-hmm. that you used to go a year and a half or two years ago to, you would park your car and then take a shuttle to go to the bowl. Mm-hmm. Or you'd park your car there and then take the subway to go to work. Yeah. Okay. Now it's just homeless. Wow. They just—it's just homeless. And it's at one point there was city sanitation came by about a month and a half or two months ago, and it looked like they were cleaning it up. Like, okay, they're moving them into the tiny homes that just opened mm-hmm. up in North mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But those homes are gone. Those those are sold out to use the lack of a better term, um, which are great. The tiny homes are amazing. They're mm-hmm. they can sleep two people. And they have a heater and an air conditioner and a sink um, and two twin beds. Mm-hmm. And you can lock it and leave your stuff in there. Yeah. And they have showers on, on and it's gated. And they're for, they're for sale. No, no, no. Oh. No, it's for homeless. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. They have jobs. They, they have jobs help available, uh, showers available, um, clothing if you need new clothing that wow. people have donated available. And, but it was only like to house maybe 100 people. Oh, yeah, that's like a drop in the bucket. We don't have enough of them. Right. Like I'm hoping that, you know, with the Lancashire Park and Ride that they'll turn that into a little tiny home area. Oh, yeah, that because would be great. the people, you know, most, yes, there are the people that are homeless that are on drugs by choice that right. are, you know, never going to want to do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Tons of them. But the vast majority of the homeless right now in this city and yeah. probably countrywide are not that. They, they lost their home because of COVID or mm-hmm. they lost their job. And they, you know, most people live paycheck to paycheck in yeah. this country and don't have more than $400 in savings, if that. I mean, a, an old friend of mine, well, boyfriend of mine, actually, he moved out here years ago, stayed with me for several months, got his own place, moved out, was working, and then he got a he moved back to Minneapolis, then moved back out here again, and um, he was homeless for a long time. Wow. 
and and he was so sweet. When he was still living in his car, he had a job. He works for AAA. Um, so every now and then I'll see him driving around the valley and we get to talk to each other. Huh. Um, but it was about a, two years ago he came over. He was not quite out of his car yet. Mm-hmm. He was still collecting a paycheck, thankfully, but not quite. couldn't quite afford to you know, mm-hmm. find a place because it's insane, the rent here. I know. And but he came over and I was doing my show. And he saw Lonnie in the garage, so they were chatting, and then he came in, and he goes, here, and he handed me an envelope. I said, what is this? And he goes, well, it's money that you loaned me, you know, when I first moved out here in the 90s. And I'm like, what? Oh. That was $600. Oh. That's a lot of money. It is, yeah. And I was like, Todd, you don't worry about that, honey. And he goes, no, 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 I needed to do that. Oh. You know, it was just like so sweet that he, it was on his mind for all these years mm-hmm. and it wasn't on mine, you know, Yeah. whatever. If you, if you give friends money, just, if you loan friends money, it's a gift. That's the way I see it. Yeah. You have to, it, or otherwise you're not going to have friends. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, that was, and that was, again, he didn't even have an apartment yet. Wow. And trust me, rent here now is, I know. It's, there's a house down the street from us for rent and it literally there's an apartment building that shares a driveway with it mm-hmm. so they don't even have that much privacy really and it's right next to the on-ramp on the 101 Bonnie found out that they're renting it renting it $23,000 a month what what 23,000 yeah holy shit that's fucking ridiculous Mm-hmm. Oh and my the, god. The house down on the corner where our cat moved in from when the owner sold his house, the real estate agent actually bought it, fixed it up, thank God he didn't do a tear down in a McMansion. I'm yeah. very grateful for that. And I believe they're renting that place for sixteen grand a month. Jesus. And they I, don't even have a pool. Oh my god. I had a friend who lived I don't know uh it was on Wilshire. It was it was in that, you know, Wilshire to high rise, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. she lived, I don't know, say on the eighth floor, whatever. Um, she wasn't on the top floor, but it was a nice, it was a nice condo. And mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think, okay, so she had a master bedroom, which was very huge. And then she had a little, like a little office off of that with a really nice grand living room, a good formal mm-hmm. dining room, a beautiful, modern, big, large kitchen with lots of windows, and then a guest room, a guest bathroom, and a laundry room. And I believe that was, okay, in 2010, maybe 2011, she was paying $8,000 a month for that. Yeah, That's I mean, like it's, nothing it's, compared to 23000 Oh, no, it's insane. I, and I, I literally said, why? I said, if, if I could afford to say I win the lottery, right, mm-hmm. and, and I decide, you know what, I'm going to buy another house, but I'll keep the one I have here, you know, to rent out. Mm-hmm. I would feel guilty renting my house for $5,000 a month. I know, I know. And I could get it sight unseen. Yeah. Because we've got a pool, we've got a guest house, we've got a two-car garage. Yeah. It's a two-bedroom, one-and-three-quarter bath house with a formal dining room and a nice big living room and a bar. I mean, it's it's like, and our, and our property is huge. Yeah. It's 12,000 square feet and some change. Hmm. It's a big property. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't afford my neighborhood. Wow. I mean, if I were to move in, I couldn't afford this. I couldn't, I mean, the house, I bought this house for less than $300,000. Oh, my God. Um, I've been here a while. Um, 
my next door neighbors have been here since the seventies. I believe they paid like forty five, fifty thousand. Oh my god! Wow. Imagine. Um, but it, it's just kind of insane that that I think it's wrong. Yeah, I do personally. Too. I do too. You know, because I know with the house down the street, it sold for like one point three, mm-hmm. but it needed a lot of work. So say he put. I mean, at the lowest rate, say he put, you know, $100,000 down, which nobody does that, mm-hmm. on the house, his payment might be eight or $9,000, yeah. if that, a month, right, 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 you right, know, right. and property taxes are high, uh-huh. and you have to always incorporate all of that into your rent, mm-hmm. but for fuck's sake. I know. I know. That's just crazy. I mean, it's like, you know, I I feel like... I would keep saying this, but, you know, because I can't fucking believe what's going on in the world. And it's not just here. It's the world. Um, yeah. I, I, like, I keep longing for the times when we just had to worry about normal shit, you know, like right. getting work or having a boyfriend or, you know, what are you going to do on Saturday or just regular life problems. And right. now and, and it's like so in my mind, you know, I, I, I miss California so much. And I mean, when I talk to you, it's like. I don't know. There's other people that I talk to that are coming from from California, but it's it's like I can almost like feel like I'm there. <laughs> you know, it's like a, a way to kind of touch base with it, and I miss it. But I I know that if I just like you said, like say I won the lottery and I could afford to move anywhere in the world that I wanted to live, I don't know that I would go back there. Um, just because I would be worried about fires, I'm worried about the water in Lake Mead because it's going. I think it's is it uh i think it's down 30 percent or something like that oh no it's it's got like bathtub rings oh my god it's bad it's bad and so that worries me i mean it's not that i think i'm so much safer over here but the one thing about being over here is that i don't have to inhale smoke a huge part of the year and i don't i mean i just remember being in all those fires i've been in so many and Mm -hmm. i mean never you know never in my house but close enough and breathing it oh, in. Oh, no, my aunt, she was in Mandeville Canyon. She's oh had God. to stay here before. Yeah. Actually, yeah. when I when we moved to California in 77, I remember, I, I think it might have been, I don't know what year it was, maybe it was 78, but Mandeville Canyon was my first fire, and it was so funny because um, I was 9 or 10. And so, yeah, it was the 1980 Mandeville Canyon fire. I know exactly the fire you're talking about. Well, the funny thing is that my mom, I, you know, my mom was at work and, I, you know, we were fairly new to California. And so this was my first fire. And so I was home alone and I oh. talked to the ladies and it wasn't I was in Brentwood. So mm-hmm. I, I was like in the flats of Brentwood. So it wasn't like I was in any major danger at that point. But I was young and I didn't know anything about wildfires. So right. I talked to my neighbor and she told me that um, she was acting like it was much more threatening to us than it actually was. And she said, you should have a bucket of water ready in your living room. So I got a bucket of water and I sat in my living room and I don't remember this, but I, I, I know eventually I got bored and I left and went to play. My mom came home from work and just and found bucket. this bucket of water <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that fire. In fact, because where I was going to school, they were always worried that it could jump the freeway to get to Bel Air. Wow. And um, my aunt was living, she'd been living there, she's been living there since the early 70s. And so she and her family were living, staying at our house because I was 13 when that fire broke. Hmm. And there was ash 
falling on yes. our house. Yes. And then when I went to school, I think they, they gave us like one or two days off of school. And then when we went to school after that, it was there was ash falling mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how many times have I come out to my car that was covered in ash? Yeah. It's like, you know, and it's but it's like there's just something about the California vibe. I am so I was raised there. That's who I am. It, it, it just I don't necessarily feel like I fit here. Um, I think I fit in California because I, I feel like those are my people. That's my vibe. And obviously mm-hmm. there are very, you know, there's laid back and creative people here, but it's just a vibe. You know what I mean? It's just a, a vibe of the place where you're used to be. And, and not only that. I feel so, although now you're telling me that it's humid there, so it's a different story, but it's like I feel like for the most part, um, you know, I'm kind of, I hate the humidity. So, and and, and when it's cold, I mean, I like it when it's cold, but I don't want to be outside too much if it's cold, especially if it's like icy outside and whatnot. So I'm inside more and I'm certainly not the person who needs to be inside more. I'm like the person who needs to get the fuck out of my house occasionally because left to my own, I just, you know, I'll just sit in front of the computer or watch television or whatever. And it's like, I, and, and whenever I do get out, it's like, Oh, everything is refreshed. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. I mean, right now I just looked at my phone and the weather app, it's 52% humidity right now. Oh my now. God. Oh That's my God. high that for here. Is, that is really, high that's crazy yeah and, it's, it's normally should be no more than 35 40 percent top yeah um because we this is a desert technically know, or at least yes, it, it used is. to be yeah it is it is it was it was yeah <laughs> um okay so let me ask you this fda approved pfizer um, mm-hmm. What do you think that's going to mean now? Like, how, of course, because, you know, there's there's the hashtag going around no excuses. Of course, right. they're going to come up with new excuses. So, um, you know, whatever whatever facts you throw at them, God forbid, they can't handle that shit. So um, but I saw there was let me look for it. There was some school or school district that's now mandatory mandating. It's mandating. <laughs> 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 mandating vaccines and you know i try to click on something on facebook and it, book and it takes like five fucking hours i don't know if you've noticed that it's new york yeah, facebook's been weird the past few days it's loading yeah, very slowly it is very slow so yeah new york new york public schools largest system in the u.s mandates covid19 vaccinations for teachers with no opt-out option so i'm just wondering like and when, I, I would imagine there has to be a medical opt-out if your doctor probably like, no, and then you have to bring your doc don't yeah. do a doctor's note at this point you need to fucking talk to the doctor yeah yes and i i mean i think you know it's so funny because i see people all over twitter saying that they're being forced it's like no you're not being forced you have the choice mm-hmm. you can either be a teacher at the school you can either be a you know uh, serve in the military it's your choice but if you mm-hmm. want to do that you got to get vaccinated but that's not forcing <laughs> and no, um, and they can all go it's fuck like, themselves. I'm hoping that the FAA now will force uh, passengers and all crew, right. TSA, yes. everybody at airports that work at airports, and all passengers to get to prove vaccination to fly. Yeah, I hope we so. have to take off our fucking shoes. I know. No kidding. I just, I, I think, I mean, do you think that's what's going to happen? Do you think that with this FDA approval, obviously we're going to see Moderna and Johnson & Johnson getting approved soon enough. And as they continue to move forward with this process, do you think that that's going to make the difference for us? I think so, because this is, the FAA doesn't allow you to smoke on a plane. Right. Because secondhand smoke is just as deadly as firsthand smoke. Yeah. COVID is smoky. Right. 
And so to me, that's the equation. And you don't have a right to fly. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a right to go work wherever the fuck you want. and You don't. You, you don't have don't. a right to walk into somebody's place of business. Mm-hmm. You just don't. There's nothing in the Bill of Rights or in any other amendment in the Constitution that gives you the right to infect me. Yeah. Yeah, because you're free dumb. Um, yeah, so I'm you hoping... And me, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that they get mandated... Um, I, I think I, they will. I think I think that, that the FAA has the right to do it. In fact, Barb McQuaid was on uh, Stephanie's show two weeks ago, and I asked Stephanie to ask her the question, and she never got around to it, so we texted her. Mm-hmm. Does the FAA have the right to mandate passengers and everybody in airports mm-hmm. and, and to fly to be vaccinated? And she just typed back, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Definitely, this is going to be happening. Now, before we continue with this conversation, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. If you ever catch yourself thinking when looking in the mirror, ooh, I wish my under-eye bags would just go away, you're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women. Until now. Introducing the new GenuCell Serum with Plant Stem Cell Technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote, I've been using GenuCell for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared, and they haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now and get 50% off all GenuCell packages for summer. Go to Love. GenuCell.com slash Stephanie. That's love. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. Love GenuCell.com slash Stephanie. And we're back. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping that uh I just hope that basically capitalism saves us <laughs> from well, this I mean, United, shit. I, be, I believe it's United Airlines is mandating that all of their yes. employees are vaccinated. They are. and that, But I think Current it was... And, and future employees, not just... There's no getting around that. So that's good. So any right. flight attendants and pilots and gate agents don't want to do it, then work for another airline. Work for, yeah, go work for Southwest because they don't seem to give a shit. And neither does American Airlines. And I think they don't have mask mandates, so, which is ridiculous. <laughs> We're in the middle of a global pandemic. I think if you're going to step onto a plane, there should be a mask mandate. But Absolutely. You know, I know that Bob was Bob has probably talked about this with you guys, but he's been mentioning the fact that travel, just like just regular going out and driving on the freeway, on the highway, um, oh, yeah. people are acting like fucking loons. And he looked it up, and yeah, like it's like statistically it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. And um, the same thing, he, he showed me, and I don't remember the number, but the amount, it's not just um, disruptions, it's investigations into these disruptions. Yeah. So it's like the, the number has just gone straight up. Um, it's like triple what it was yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, and people are losing their shit. And, I, and I'm wondering, I mean, I know that it's, I know it's partisan and I know it's this defiance and everything. But I also, I can't help but wonder if it's maybe just this sense of dread that so many of us feel. And I think... You know, as much as they like to poke us and try to try to, you know, own us with all their shit, I think conservatives are also and I guess conservatives is the wrong word, but it's like, you know, the far right extremists. I think they're also scared. I mean, they're scared for different reasons. 
But I think this fear is causing a lot of people to behave erratically, to behave irresponsibly. And it's like we're turning on each other more. And I don't know. You know, I was talking to Bob last night about, are you watching Ted Lasso? Uh, no, I haven't. That's Apple TV, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the Apple, but I might. I'm, I'm it's so starting. good. It's so good. And the thing is, is like I, since I'm pretty much I'm caught up, to all the Ted Lassos at this point. So I've, you know, watched some interviews and things like that with them. And one of the things that they always emphasize, it's like building people up, you know, right. and, and, and Bob said something like that makes me kind of want to feel like, I feel like I should be doing that on my show. or I feel like I should be doing that. And I've, I've had the same feeling. I mean, I'm always going to be the cynical Gen Xer who's very sarcastic. I mean, that's who I am. I can't change that. Or right. I don't even really want to change that because, you know, I've, I like my sarcasm <laughs> and, and I, I enjoy being sarcastic um, to make a point, especially, but I also definitely see the value. I mean, I know that like, for instance, uh, David Weissman had a conversation, you know, he said something to Sarah Silverman and then instead of, and he was a MAGA at that point. And mm-hmm. at, instead of coming back with some sarcastic comment, like I might've done, um, she actually listened to him. She engaged with she him. She engaged yeah. with him. And now I, I do think he's not, he's fairly rare. Um, you know, he was open to looking around and, and, and opening his mind to different ways of, you know, different perceptions and all that. And therefore now, you know, he's 180. He, he became right. a Warren Democrat. Um, and it took a long time. It didn't happen overnight. But, I, you know, yeah, there is value in... In, in building each other up and and it's really hard these days because it's god you you know you got like today i had posted something yesterday i think it was just about the fact that tattoo ink isn't approved and it's funny because right. there's a bunch of people going well that's because it's cosmetic but then somebody else commented that she has fuck she has something in her blood and i can't remember what it was because of the the tattoo ink. ink yeah so i mean um, you're bleeding <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're putting it into your body. And yeah. so it's going to have some kind of an effect. It's more than just cosmetic. But even cosmetics can alter your body because I've yeah. been talking about the fact that I, um, and I talk about this more on my patrons only show, FYI. Um, today I specifically talked about it. But when you, like, there's all these xenoestrogens that we get from outside shit, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. car exhaust or, and then there's pesticides and there's PABA. What is it? What are, what are those? Uh, yeah, yeah, they put them in um, um, sunscreen. Para- paraben. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sunscreen, but it's also in just regular lotion. I was using a suave lotion because it ha- I like, I'm very particular with my smell. So this one was a very calm, like herbal aloe. And I looked it up and I, I, I after I bought it and it, it had paraben in it. So I fucking threw it out. I only want to buy stuff that's paraben free because there's, the shit goes through your skin. So yeah. even if it's cosmetic, it's still going to affect well, your Well, there's innards. makeups that have like nanoparticles yes. and yeah. it's like, what are they doing? <laughs> you know, there's, there's, <laughs> there, there's cosmetics that, you know, just makeup that you put yeah. on it. Oh, and they have these nanoparticles. And it's like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and, and to see the arguments or to see the people, online and how they respond to things it's so fucking maddening and what it does is like it brings out my uber sarcastic i'm going to embarrass and humiliate you mode and Mm -hmm. that's not going to change any minds and i realize that 
I mean, it, but, but like, I, I feel like if, if collectively, if all of us were to take on the let's build each other up, that would be, I think, I, that could work. Or maybe not fully work, but at least it could maybe rub off and get yeah. some people who are so filled with hatred to kind of like maybe say, let me let me take a look at what I'm doing. But me alone, I'm not going to do jack shit. I know Sarah Silverman did help one guy. You know, I don't right. know how many guys or women that she helped, but it's so hard. But that's the nice thing about Ted Lasso is because it's so fucking funny. It's so funny. It's so worth it. And what I love about that show is it it draws from the harsh reality of life. So it's not just the sticky, sweet, saccharine show. Mm-hmm. Definitely characters are going through difficult situations or, you know, whatever crap they're going through in their own lives. And then because of this character who has his own stuff going on in his life and, and continues to rise above it and not let it dictate his mood, you know, he chooses to be in a happy mood, it's contagious. And then when you watch the show, especially, too, when you watch the, it's kind of like with Shit's Creek, you know, how all of them had this very close relationship and it was such a positive show and it made all of the actors on the show want to be better people. And, right. you know, and it's like, I think we definitely need more of that. We, we need more shows. And if you could, I, I would highly recommend because there's also the morning show, which is fucking so good with Jennifer right. Aniston and um, Reese Witherspoon. Such a good show. That's coming back on April this year or next year. I don't remember when it's coming back, but um, it's worth it. But yeah, the Ted Lasso thing, it's like, I think we all need a little more Ted Lasso. but anyway so um okay i want to ask you this too because the last time you were on the show you were hopeful about the voting rights bill and isn't there aren't there two there's like the there's the there's the there's the voting rights there's the john lewis voting rights act i think that was hr4 okay and then there's the um uh for the people which would basically just reinstate the original voting rights Act. right 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 and then hr1 would strengthen that okay um, and that's the one we need to pass first. First, okay. Um, and I, I know that my reason was cynical, um, <laughs> but also strategic was yes. the reason this isn't being put forward, not just because of cinema and Mansion and maybe a few other Democrats with the filibuster, mm-hmm. is because you want to make it so that the 22 election is not going to be lawsuit challenged. Yes, and so the later you try to get this done in next year, yeah. the less likely the Supreme Court's going to take it up before the election because well, they wouldn't. Right. So, I don't even. Th- I don't even think. I don't think Kavanaugh would take it up. I don't even think John Roberts would take it up. You know, because you need four Supreme Court justices yeah. to take up a case out of the nine, and and I honestly don't think that they could get four people. Wow, interesting. Um, certainly none of the liberals. Mm-hmm. Um, so they. T- they need two of the conservatives not to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't – because it, you're really going to affect an election a month before the election. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because they don't start until October. Mm-hmm. And that's only when they hear the cases. They're not ruling. Right. Granted, it could get an emergency um, thing like with the stupid right. lawsuits yeah. this past year. But that was immediate and needed to be done based on what was going on. Um, but I don't think they would take up an election law case in October 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Um, okay, so yeah, you thought that that's, that was possibly a strategy. A, do you still think that's the case? And B, 
do you think there's a chance with cinema and with mansion? I think what has to happen is people that live in their states mm-hmm. need to get on the fucking phone. Because mm-hmm. she's not going to get reelected. No. No, because Republicans aren't going to vote for her. Does she realize that? I don't think so, because her, her overall poll numbers are worse than Mark Kelly, and he's got a tough ride ahead of him. Hmm. He's got a tough ride this year in, yeah. in 22 to get reelected. Yeah. And just because Republicans like her in Arizona doesn't mean they're going to vote for her. They're going right. to vote for the Republicans. Exactly. I mean, she's not going to get Republicans to vote for her, and Democrats hate her yeah. right now. With good reason. With, I mean, with because she's a senator, gerrymandering isn't the issue. Mm-hmm. Because that's a statewide election, mm-hmm. so it really doesn't. It's, it's Congress that's the problem with gerrymandering, mm-hmm. and and obviously the electoral college, which needs to go away. Yes. Um, but no, I think that that you know. And by the way, anybody listening who lives in California, vote no on the yes. fucking recall. Yes, because part of the reason is because Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. <laughs> if she's out, then Larry Elder would replace her. And Larry Elder's or, a or fucking. Or Angeline, who I would pre- I would prefer her over Larry Elder at this point. But <laughs> Angeline, oh my god. Governor Angeline. Um, but is she running? She is. She's on the ballot. Oh my! Does she run like every time that there's? Probably. I mean, apparently, <laughs> why not? Um, there's 46 people on the ballot. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, please, Californians, do your thing. And I think when's the last day? September what, 14th or something? September 14th. I've already voted. My vote's counting. I'm Yay. not worried about Good. my vote. I'm not worried um, about And vote no and then blank. Just no and don't pick anybody else. Okay. Because so we, we don't want somebody to get picked that they get, you know, he only gets 49% of the no on yes. the recall. Right. And then some asshole gets 10% of the vote because stupid Democrats put that person's name. You know what I mean? Yes, right, 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 right. Oh, and, and we can't write in Gavin Newsom, apparently, which is dumb. That's the other problem with I mean, I was mad at the Gray Davis recall. Mm-hmm. And people were just upset because our uh, car registration rates went back up to what they had been three years earlier. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> That's it? That's why we're recalling this guy? And Schwarzenegger wasn't a great governor, but he's leaps and bounds better than Larry Elder oh, could yes. ever be. Yeah, Larry Elder is like a mega freak. And yeah, then, and then he's, he's also, yeah, and he's also like anti-woman and everything. So fuck him. <laughs> oh, he's a horrid, horrid man. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, you know, Democrats are kind of the good thing about this election is we are all getting mailed our ballots. Yes. Okay. So the people that didn't even know there was an election now know. Mm-hmm. But what was funny was Lonnie and I got our actual ballots before we got our sample ballots. It's like really. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That's I mean, I, I was like, I never got a sample ballot, and then we got our ballots, and then like two days later, after we both voted, sample ballots showed up. Um, <sighs> but that's, I think, turnout will be higher than the Gray Davis recall because hmm. everybody's getting mailed a ballot, right? Like we and did then, last I, year. and I think too that there's probably just some more people paying attention, just because right now the political climate is so, uh, like, fucking crazy, and I think that there are people who maybe didn't used to pay attention, who pay, pay attention now. At least I'm hopeful. Well, I think that's part of it. And, and again, if you're mailed a ballot, then you realize there's an election. Because mm-hmm. um, you'll, like, you'll look at a sample ballot and go, what? I don't right. know, I have to go out and vote? Oh, no, you can do it at home. Well, I did, uh, see, I did see Schumer made a big point to say something about, you know, when they come back from break, they're, they're going to really – and I know today – 
So Schumer said that, you know, after the break, they're going to be paying a lot of attention to it. And then I think today, if I'm not mistaken, Biden put out some kind of statement in praise of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. So I don't know what their well, plans are. Well, I know Cinnamon are. Manchin are for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're also for H.R. 1. They're just against the eliminating the filibuster. Right. But trust me, neither one of them will get reelected just to stand on that principle. And if they don't want to get rid of the filibuster, which I can understand, I can argue that, Mm -hmm. then you reform it. So Mm -hmm. it's been reformed more than once. It used to be 67 votes to overcome a filibuster. And it got down to 60 in the 1970s, I want to say. Hmm. It was Tom uh, Harmon. Was it Harmon? I think it was Harmon. I have his first name wrong. Hmm. But no, it was Iowa. He's an Iowa senator. He got it. So that the rule changed from 67 votes, like a, an impeachment vote, mm-hmm. down to 60. Now, there's another way to do it. Okay, you need 60 votes for, say, a week of a filibuster, and then mm-hmm. we, you need 55 votes, and then you need, you know what I mean? Right. There yeah. are ways to tone it down that way. There are right. ways to say it's got to be a talking filibuster that's specific to yes. the bill at hand, like Wendy Davis had yes. to do in Texas. Like, you can't just read Green Eggs and Ham right, for 20 like hours. Right, Ted Cruz, yes. Um, <laughs> so there's, there are ways to reform it so that the minority gets their um, argument out. Yeah. And, I, and I'm with um, Franken and Ornstein with their idea that you need to have 41 mm-hmm. in the minority on the floor of the Senate. Mm-hmm. The minute one person leaves, filibuster over. Over, yeah. Even if it's not a talking filibuster, they all have to just be in the room. They don't have to talk. You have to have 41 people because 40 is filibuster over. Yeah. 41 is the magic number to keep right. a filibuster going. And if and, and their, their thing is like you can tap out. I'm like, oh, no, no, that's not me. No, nope, no, nope, nope. They got the, oh, if the 40 are com- 41 are committed. You can't tap out. Mm-hmm. This ain't a relay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pick your 41 senators that are going to be filibustering this, and they have to stay on the floor of the Senate as soon as one leaves to go pee. Yeah. Done. Oh, my God. So, like, how – I mean, do you feel hopeful? Do you think there's a real shot? I think so. I think that, that because Biden needs to get these – and then fucking cinema today with the $3.5 <laughs> trillion package, fuck her, fuck her, fuck yes, her. Yes, yes. Um, we need her right now to hold a majority, but fuck her. Mm-hmm. Um. What Biden needs to do, because that's super important legislation as well. Yeah. I mean, these are all super important pieces of legislation. Mm-hmm. What he needs to do, he needs to start being Joe Biden, because I know he can be LBJ. Mm-hmm. I know he can. It's as nice and affable as <laughs> right. he is. Yeah. <laughs> he is also a badass. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, he's going to, I think what's happening during this break is a lot of phone calls. Yes. Kamala Harris is on it. <laughs> yeah. This is one of her tasks right now is to get those two bills passed in the Senate. Um, and Biden wants to get his infrastructure bills passed in, yeah. the, in the House and in the Senate. So those are the, the – the, he's going to start twisting arms mm-hmm. and, and making promises. Those are the only ways that this is going to happen. Yeah. What do you need in Arizona? What do you need in West Virginia? Right. What do you need in, in yeah. Utah? What do you need, you know, what do you need yeah. from me? And then – Otherwise, you're not getting this. You're not getting that. You're yeah. not, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't do this. You don't get that. And and people want to come home with a win. Yes, Republicans they do. and Democrats, yeah. but especially um, 
Democrats. Yeah. You know, you really want to be reelected, Kristen? Kirsten? Whatever the fuck that funny <laughs> fuck fuck's name is. Um, I don't care if she's got pink hair. She's not cool. Um, yeah, just because she's bi, she's not cool. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> she, she, you know, you need to, she needs some arm twisting, that one. She does, and she is so fucking foul. I don't like her at all. I mean, Joe Manchin, to me, is just your typical... Conservative. I mean, yeah. He's a conservative who's flirting. He's like, I think I wrote on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, he's having an affair with MAGA. And he is. Right. It's like they're they're going, look what we have over here. Look at our brownies. Here, here's here's a boob. Here, look at my boob. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> you know, it's like, exactly. Um, I hope he doesn't like fucking switch parties, but because and that's I, the thing. That's the thing. Yes. He and Cinema are holding that over yes. Schumer's head. Yeah. I guarantee it. But Schumer, unfortunately, I mean, he's been pretty good this this term so far. Uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with him. But he's no Nancy Pelosi. No. <laughs> she is. My dad wants her to be president. He's like, She'd I be just a great president. She's Nancy. too old now. I know. And that's, oh, although, oh, my God, don't say that on fucking Twitter. You'll get all the people screaming at you that you're ageist and ableist. And She's 80 years old. I know. It doesn't matter. They still do. Because I said something about Breyer. And um, I said, you know, it's time it's time to pass a torch down to the younger generation. And this woman, feminist, came on and gave me all kinds of shit and was so disappointed in me. And it's like it's it's look, he might be just fine right now. He might be fine until he's fucking 90 years old. But once you get to a certain age, you know, shit's going to change. You never know mm-hmm. when it's going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. about strategy. It's about being strategic and understanding well, I, how I, things I'm work. I'm thinking that Diane Feinstein should retire before the fucking election is over. Yeah. And she, have Newsom appoint somebody now. I wish that she would, but she, I don't know what the fuck is going on with her. And that's another conversation that I yes. think Joe Biden should have with her before September 14th. I agree. I agree. Because Come on, the, Diane. You're 88 years old. Yeah. You've done very well for the state. And she has. She's yeah. been a great senator. And I voted for her every time she's been up for re-election. But she's 88 years old. It's I, My mother's 88. Yeah. It's just too old. You know, you and, and, and she's going to be doing a TV series. She's doing a th- three or four episode arc on something I can't talk about. And then she's <laughs> doing a movie with um, Julie Andrews, Lily Tomlin, and Jane Fonda coming up in the fall. Oh, so it's Julie. Um, oh, wait. Is... It's Julie Andrews, yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. Um, a movie? It's a movie. A movie. <gasps> That's amazing. It's a cute. The, the premise is adorable. Um, the thing that you can't talk about. To start shooting in the fall, late fall, early winter, maybe. Okay. Um, and I mean, obviously, COVID requirement. You know, COVID could change everything mm-hmm. by then. Mm-hmm. But that's the schedule now, I believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, that's different. You know, and she's working, and it's like, but she's not a senator. That's it. <laughs> that's the whole point. She's working, and she's capable. I mean, Breyer, I'm sure, is capable right now. But do we really want to go down that road again, where? You know, one uh, the justice dies, and right. now granted, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had cancer. I don't Twice, know. I don't know times. that. He, yeah, I don't know that he has anything like that. But um, it's just think about the future. It's not about you. You are serving right. the people as a justice. You are right. serving the country. And if you're gonna, you know, I think part of the responsible decision is to, you know, he's been there for a long fucking time. He's, you know, but he likes to be the the what is it the uh elder liberal or whatever um it's like it's not about what you like it's about what works for the people and the people that you're representing and really he is representing the united states 
Mm-hmm. And so it, it just, oh God, it's just so fucking maddening. But yeah, I mean, Diane Feinstein, she's 88 years old and she's been praising Republicans. And I'm just like, time for her to fucking go. She needs to go. I, I, I just, I so desperately hope that we can get this figured out because bottom line, you know, we've got so much issues with climate. We've turned a corner that we're never going to be able to get back. So, you know, basically all we can do moving forward is do everything we can to steer it in a different direction so that in generations time that things can start improving. But right now we're, we're at this terrible, it's, it's a terrible new normal. We're going to be, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know what's going to happen here. This, this particular year has been okay because we had a decent winter where we got, there was maybe one or two snows that was like, okay, I'm done Uh, Mm -hmm. enough time to stop. But Excuse me. I like to have a couple of different, you know, a couple of different times of the year during the winter time where it snows and then you, it doesn't snow for a while because it's beautiful and it's fun and mm-hmm. it's different. And it's exciting and I don't have to fucking drive in it. So that's wonderful. And then mm-hmm. this this uh, our spring was actually fantastic. It was a gorgeous spring. The the year we moved here in 2018, I swear to God, it was like one nice day and then it was just fucking hot and humid from May until like October. And it was horrible. So, but you know, and, and, and we're the, where we're positioned, we don't really have to worry too much about hurricane. You know, we get weather, but we don't Mm -hmm. get like the scary weather. And occasionally we have tornado warnings, but still it's like, we're not in the Midwest. You know, we've got all these huge concrete buildings everywhere. That's going to stop a tornado. So they never get to become these huge, huge things that you saw in the movie. Um, Right. So, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's a new normal. And I don't, you know, it's like we're talking about Lake Mead. It's going down. The water in Lake Mead is going down. And there's so much shit. And we're going, we need to get this fucking bill passed so that at least for what what we do have, Mm -hmm. that we can make it, you know, like improve on it and keep this democracy. I don't want to lose democracy. I I, I just can't even fucking deal with that thought. Yeah, I mean, you know, before the election last November, you know, I was literally looking into real estate in Cabo. Yeah. San Lucas. I was. I was just looking like, what can I afford? Yeah. I can learn Spanish. <laughs> you know? I'm sure and plenty it, of them it, speak English, too. <laughs> well, I do. It's Cabo. Of course I do. But right. still, you know, it's yeah. right to learn the language. Exactly. And um, I had a doctor's, I had a physical right before the election, and the doctor was like, if you move to Mexico, will you bring me with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always, not that it's like, it's so expensive to live there, but like my destination, uh, fantasy destination is, um, oh, what is it? It's Vancouver in Canada. Because oh, yeah. Well, the gorgeous. Canadians don't want us. I know they don't. But The Mexicans will let us come. That's true. New That's Zealand true. doesn't want us either, and I want to go there. I know. New Zealand is, like, my mom was telling me that it's, like, because of where it's located, it's it's actually the safest place to be for climate change. Yeah, it is. It's the only safe place to be on the planet, apparently. Yeah. And so, hi, small island. I know, and they're like, fuck you, stay away. <laughs> I don't, don't blame them. people here. I don't blame them, because what's going to happen is if everybody goes there, then eventually they're going to ruin the fucking, it's going to be ruined over there, and their weather patterns will change and we'll ruin oh, yeah. that because <laughs> we just ruin everything <laughs> we're like fucking locusts or not locusts we're like we termites are. yeah it's and i eating. think part of the reason that covid was released on us by nature was to shake a lot of us off like fleas mm-hmm. 
I really do. I think the planet went fuck you. Yeah, I think so too. We don't need plastic anymore, like Carlin said in one of his things. Maybe, yes. maybe the Earth wanted plastic. Well, <laughs> Earth is done with the plastic, yeah. and um, would like us to go away now. I think so, because we're treating it. We're we're being horrible. We're just being horrible. And we're, the planet it, can handle about four and a half, maybe five billion of us, but yeah. we're pushing ten billion now. Yeah. And and yeah. it's just too many. I mean, and you, it's funny because it's like the people that care the most about not all of them, but a vast majority of liberals that care about climate change don't even have children. Right. I don't got. I don't. I don't have. You I don't know, either. by the time it gets really, really bad, I'll be dead. Exactly. I, exactly. I mean, I think about my niece who's seven years old, and I just think, God, what is she in store for? What is she right. going to have I mean, to deal with? Yeah, I mean, I have, I have, you know, grandnieces and grandnephews that are toddlers. Yeah. It's really fucking scary. I mean, I so, yeah, we got to get this. Not that I think that this voting rights bill is going to um, improve our weather system because climate and weather are different. They are. <laughs> and so many people don't realize that. But uh, climate dictates our weather system. But I don't think that the voting rights is going to – but, you know, it will it will preserve our democracy. It will give us an opportunity. It It'll, as, yeah, exactly. It will give us an opportunity to elect people that will deal will, with that. Yes, exactly. And so that we can get some kind of handle on it. And I'm just mm – -hmm. you know, it's like, please, th this is so weird to be – I mean, I remember in 2012, you know, I was terrified of Romney, which if he were on the ticket, uh, I would be much more – I would be less fearful if Romney was on the ticket than, say, like, was the ticket than Ron DeSantis. But I oh, would sure. still feel very threatened by Romney because he just – he's a fucking robot. And I, I, I believe that the guy is not evil or sinister like I do think, like, DeSantis is. But – and I think Trump is, and I think a lot of these people – that are in the MAGA cult or leaders of the MAGA cult are either compromised or sinister or both or whatever. I don't think Romney, I don't think Liz Cheney are necessarily evil people. I totally disagree with everything they say. I do think that they care about this country. But I, you know, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. If I think if we're able to get this voting, if these, if these voting bills can pass, I think there is, you know, Mitch McConnell said it's rigged against the Republicans only because it would be about you know, more people would be able to vote, fewer people would be suppressed, and right. it would just come out to be what the majority wants. Exactly, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it's, you know, you look at these maps and go, okay, so in Wisconsin, they still have a, you know, Republican-led legislator, mm -hmm. legislative branch, but they didn't get as much votes. Yeah. But they still are the majority right. in the legislature. That's just, that should never be. Like, California, no. we... We have a citizens-based um, how we split up our districts, and I'm still fucking pissed off that we're losing a seat in California when we gain two million exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it's like, why is that? Well, you didn't gain them enough. What the fuck does that yeah, mean? Yeah, I know. There's two million more people here, and we're losing a representative. I know. I know. It's 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 just madness. And so, yeah, I mean. This will really make a difference for us, and I hope that I hope we can get our shit together, and I hope enough people are paying attention because it's like I'm just tired. I'm so you know. And the other thing is like, let's say we don't get these bills passed, and we either hold on to a slim majority or we lose the house. Well, there's a whole other fucking problem there if we lose the house, and um, then it make it, it continues to make each and every election uh, a terrifying nail biter. 
And mm-hmm. I do think that if we are able to get these bills passed, I think down the line we might see Republican wins. But that's because Republicans will be forced to behave like a normal fucking party. And, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to have to actually have policies that yes. people want to vote for. Yeah. Because look, just at the, look, at the, look at the um, RNC platform when Dwight Eisenhower was running. Hmm. Look it up. You would vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. He was all he was pro social security. Yeah. Pro union. <laughs> wow. I mean, and that's he was the last good Republican yeah. <laughs> president. Right. Um, I probably would have voted for him. Wow. Yeah, well, the, um, they are a long, they are extinct. <laughs> they are extinct, and it's unfortunate. And I blame, I blame uh, Nixon, and I mm-hmm. blame Reagan, mm-hmm. um, because this was the inevitability. Yes. Yeah, and so this would bring us back to a place where Republic. I mean, I know that uh, George Bush was looking to, you know, reach out to Latino voters, and uh-huh. it, it would make so. I mean, it would have made so much more sense if Trump called it the Trump vaccine makes sense yeah. but it would have it would have gotten people to take the vaccine that are not taking it now it you know if if republicans really did and i i know nobody's listening i know no republican strategists are listening to me or anything or like they give a shit what i have to say but seriously if they did this you know outreach to the black community and offered help we're going to help you uh-huh. in this area whether it's education or whatever it is um, you know, and the Latino community and played in. I know the, the, the black, uh, the black communities, Latino communities are not a monolith. Um, obviously, there are conservatives, there are Democrats, there are people, you know, with all different ideologies. I know Kirk Acevedo was saying that, you know, the in the Latin community, there's like so many different kinds of Latinos. Absolutely. And definitely there's the conservative, very religious ones that don't believe in abortion and abortion is their big issue, but they're not the only, they're not all thinking that way. And so, you know, I mean, the Republicans would do themselves such a favor. Like, can you just imagine if the parties were fighting over who was going to be, you know, better to the people, you know, here, we're going to give you even more rights. I mean, it was like, instead of fighting over taking rights away. And 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 then calling the rights the Democrats want to offer, you know, socialism or whatever the bullshit word they're coming up with, you know, like the right to vote is really being a Nazi. But um, they're <laughs> they're going to throw that in our faces. But instead of arguing about that, like arguing like, well, well, with the Democrats, you even get more rights with the Republicans, you get more rights. And it's like mm-hmm. what a much better country we would be. And the Republicans could still do their bullshit. They just mm-hmm. we just couldn't go in the direction of authoritarianism because that's it's not it's never fucking works it doesn't yeah, work and, and, and conservatives no longer conserve no so they shouldn't be called that no they shouldn't because <laughs> yeah they're not conservative in any way no, they're, they're not they're not they're they're the the, the right wing right now are fascists yes and and they're not conservatives there are conservative republicans but a lot of them have left the party yeah they're, and yeah, really they're, independence. I mean, right. I had friends that I went to college with that were hard, staunch Reagan supporters mm-hmm. and, you know, hardcore Republicans that are no longer Republicans. Mm-hmm. They moved to independent. They voted for Joe Biden um, proudly. Mm-hmm. And they might vote for a Mitt Romney in the future. Right. But they're not going to vote, vote for DeSantis. No. God, You know, because these, the these are intelligent human beings that know better. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to be the nominee? Like, I don't know, because I think Florida is starting to turn on him. Mm -hmm. Because all of those school districts 
that are going, no, yeah. we're going to mandate masks, for especially for the children that can't get vaccinated. And yeah. then they might, you know, hopefully they're going to start saying locally, you know, um, vaccine mandates. Right. You know, because this is a public health issue and that's what it is. It's like, like I said earlier, like comparing HIV or hepatitis C to COVID is bullshit. Those two diseases are not easily transmittable. You no. literally have to exchange bodily fluids mm-hmm. for HIV mm-hmm. and blood mm-hmm. for hepatitis C. Yeah. Um, and literally blood-to-blood contact for hep C. Very difficult disease to get. Yeah. Well, and even, but back in the 80s, there's an ad, advertisement or something on, it was like the moral majority put it out, like, keep, like, picture of an American family with the whole family, including the children, wearing masks because of the AIDS scare. Well, I remember because I was in college when um, the it first when it first started to get real play. So it was '85. Yeah. yeah. And it had been around at that point since the mid '70s, mm-hmm. but they just didn't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what it was. Um, but by '85, finally, Ronald Reagan mentioned it because of mm-hmm. rock. And I had a friend um, who was an ice skater in Nevada who got it he and his boyfriend got it and um, I went to visit them in New York um, the summer of 84 and no it was the summer of 85 and so I flew out from LA to go visit them in in Brooklyn and I stayed with them and yada yada and come home and I'm in line at the bookstore at school for this fall semester and these two sorority girls or in front of me, and there was, I think it was, I don't know, it might have been Vogue. There was a huge article in Vogue or Cosmo or something about the AIDS crisis. Because mm-hmm. it was brand new, and people didn't really yeah. know, and, 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 you know, they were blaming it mainly on the gay community, mm-hmm. even though the rest of the planet, it, the straights were getting it too. Mm-hmm. And um, it just happened to be, patient zero here happened to be a dude mm-hmm. that was gay. And it spread in that community quicker than it spread in the in the hetero community. And um, these two girls were like, oh, my God, I would never be around anybody that I knew how to eat. Oh, my God. And I said, well, you might want to step away from me. <laughs> and they looked at me because I didn't like the sororities. I, I was not a member of one right. or what I be. Um, and they both kind of were aghast at what I said, and they go, what do you mean? And I said, well, I was just in New York for a week with two friends of mine that have it. Yeah. I was sleeping on their couch, eating on their, <laughs> with their utensils. I even shared a toilet. I mean, you sure you don't want to be around me? And, and they looked at me, they were terrified because they were malinformed. Right. But I said, look, it's not transmitted that way. Yeah. Learn about what, what how one can get it and pr- protect yourself. Yeah. Just That's do that. Just do. be smart right. about it. Yeah. But no, you can't get it by sharing a bathroom or a fork with them. Trust right. me. Yeah. You know, and they were like, and then my, both of my friends, they ended up dying, unfortunately, from oh, it. But I so have sad. some other friends that have lived with it for years. Yeah. Yeah, I knew one guy. He was uh, the sweetest fucking guy ever. It was so cute. I, my mom had this friend who used to perform at the Smokehouse in Burbank. And oh, okay. his name was Richard Caruso. And so he was like a, um, you know, he's like a lounge performer and he was really fun and he was awesome. And anyway, um, he, I guess uh, he, his boyfriend, 
um, was this Brazilian guy, and he was he was, I think he was a little bit older than me. Richard mm-hmm. was a little bit was was more my mom's age, but you know his boyfriend was younger. And I went over. Richard had the most amazing fucking house. I think it was in Echo Park. I think it was in that area, but it was like in the hills of Echo Park. And it was so fucking cool. It was the coolest. Like LA has such unique, interesting homes. And he had one of these unique, interesting homes. And I remember, I I wish I could remember the the guy's name, but he and I just hit it off, you know, like we, and he didn't speak any English. He only spoke Portuguese, but we Mm -hmm. had this connection and like, I just couldn't leave his side. And the whole time, I don't know if he had AIDS at that point. Um, he might've had it, but I didn't, you know, if, if, if he did, I don't think he knew. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just, but I remember, you know, we would go visit every so often and every time, even though I didn't speak the language and he didn't speak any English, we were just like, I don't know. There was something about, we just loved each other. And mm-hmm. then I learned that he had AIDS and he died. And I went to his funeral and it was so sad because it was an open casket and he had the sores on his face. And oh, he had the sarcoma, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was so sad. I mean, I loved this guy and I never even had a real conversation with him. I mean, we had a way of, you know, conversing just through understanding each other, but not through words. And, um, right. yeah, I mean, I was all over him. You know, yeah, my friend, my friend that passed away in um, was eighty-seven. He was fine. He got it from his boyfriend, and his boyfriend wasn't doing very well. In fact, at at, at my friend's um, uh, memorial, Dennis was in a wheelchair, um, and Greg Greg was healthy, still ice skating up until a month before he died. Wow. Yeah. Well, you we know, thought he was going to beat it. We thought he was going to be okay, and then Dennis died uh, about six months later. Oh, fucking AIDS. Well, you know, like you were saying, though, it's nothing like COVID. You don't. No, if you have it's AIDS, harder to get. It's they're yeah. both difficult diseases. Hepatitis A is an, is an airborne disease, but there's a vaccine. Hi. Um, <laughs> and you don't need a new liver if you get Hep A. Exactly. Um, exactly. You do if you get Hep B and Hep C. Uh, but now there's a cure for hepatitis C. Um, but it's $84,000. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, and a lot God. of insurance won't cover it. They'd rather cover a liver transplant, which costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. Whatever. Wow. Well, yeah. I just hope we can get this. I just hope, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful, very hopeful that because today, you know, I thought we were going to, I thought they were going to prove it in September. So it's hap- I, you know, Like I said, I saw somebody tweeting that said, I don't know if I said this on to you or on my patrons only show, but that I think I said on my patrons only. So it was somebody who tweeted out that as far as the vaccination for kids under 12, that they need, you know, the, the companies who have to, the the research needs to be turned in. And then he said, after the research is turned in on the trials, it should take about two weeks. Do you know anything? I think what it was last year with Pfizer and Moderna, both it was around this time last year that they were approved for emergency authorization. Okay. I believe um, and they, then they had to ramp up production, which is right. why it took until the end of the year okay. for people to start getting vaccinated. But we have um, all of these, there's all kinds of vaccines just laying around. Yeah. So we've got the and, vaccine and, and, As far as I'm concerned, you know, now that Pfizer is fully authorized, which is great, and I can't wait for my booster in December, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my mom already has got her booster, thankfully. Oh, cool. Um, uh, hey, did she have any uh, reaction on her booster? 
Um, not that I know of. Hmm. She got it um, last Tuesday. Hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, she. We. We all. We're a Pfizer family. Yeah. Um, and her Pfizer reaction was minimal. Right. Yeah. So was Bob. Arm. Bob didn't even have it. Yeah. I think he had a sore arm the second time or something, and that was it. Yeah. Same with my mom. It was just a, like for me, the first shot, I had no reaction other than a sore arm, which is normal for any shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my booster, I w- I woke up in the middle of the night. So we got it at like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I woke up at like 2 a.m. with a fever. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because I could tell. I was like, yeah, yeah. I have a fever. Yeah, you know um, when you have a fever. I didn't have to take it. I just knew I had one. Right. And went back to sleep, then got up around 5 like I normally do. Took my temperature, and I did. I had about 100-degree temperature. Not mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. And so I went back to bed for a couple of hours, and then it was gone. Wow, yeah. That's, and I didn't even have a fever. I just, I think it was after the first shot, or sec- no, it was the second shot. And I just, it was just like, I had a headache, and I didn't feel great. I felt a little bit nauseous, um, but I think I took, you know, pain medication around 1.30 in the afternoon. It's like, I had the shot the day before, I'd say right. like 2, and I felt okay that night, went to bed, didn't, I didn't feel great that night. I mean, it didn't feel terrible, but I was also at my mom's house and I don't sleep as well at my mom's house. So that was part of it. But then the following day when I woke up, I was okay in the morning. And then progressively I, I felt like, okay, I'm feeling kind of icky. And, and then I took pain pills and pretty much that was it. And then I didn't, you know, I think the worst was I was a little more tired and that was it. Yeah. I mean, I believe I did take a Tylenol. I took Tylenol to bring my fever down. Mm-hmm. And then once that wore off, fever was already, was just gone. Yeah. Um, and then Lonnie, though, his second shot, he was down for several hours. Um, he just didn't feel good, so right. he just stayed in bed. I was wow. like, okay. I mean, luckily, we both work out of the house mainly. And, yes, that really you helps. You know, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a luck on our part. Yeah. Not everybody has that luxury. Yes. Um, uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to him. I will, I will bathe in <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> You know, well, I'm definitely getting my booster. Me, you know? <laughs> you know? I'm definitely getting my booster. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be the holidays. And so, yep. uh, yeah, we got to we got to stay safe. I literally have a doctor's appointment the week before I can get my second, my third shot. I'm going to be like, do you have a proper freezer? Do you have any Pfizer? <laughs> can you just give it to me a week early? <laughs> you never know. You might be able to get it done. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that I feel I feel like even though the booster, like I'm obviously we're going to need the booster, but it's like I'm a little worried about what's going to happen with the school year. I'm a little worried about the holidays. And so I'm worried about the kids that can't that's what get I'm vaccinated. Worried about. Yes, that's the big concern. You know, I, you know, I put, I think you saw it when I said shut up stupid and get vaccinated. Yes. You fucking fucks. Yes. So a friend of mine I've known for 30 years emails me and says, I, we've been friends for 30 years, and you know, people like me, we can't get because of medical reasons. And da, 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 da. I said, you're not the one I'm pissed at. Exactly. I'm not pissed at people that can't physically, right. medically get vaccinated. Yeah. They're the ones we're trying to protect. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed about the people that are willfully not doing it because of whatever. And and then they're fucking taking they're taking fucking de- animal deworming meds. I know. Because that sounds like a great idea. Like what the fuck? Who told them this? Do you even and know? Trump do you... got booed the other day for yes. saying get the shot. Yeah. So he's definitely not going to be saying that anymore. 
But, um, you know, I mean, you got, it's like I tweeted about that and I said, you know, he was GP GOP created him like the Trumpenstein, but now the mm-hmm. cult is the, is the Frankenstein mm-hmm. because now they're the ones who are in control. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just fucking unbelievable. Well, I just, you know, I'm hoping that we see, did it, I think the person on Twitter did not have a blue check, so I don't even know who they are, but there was two tweets and it said something like in a month or so, maybe in a month that they would be turning in their information. I don't know if this is correct. I hope so. I don't know if that's I hope, correct. So I hope these yeah. kids can start getting, you know, shots in their arms from what is before the, the new trials year. were what, five to 12 year olds. Yeah. And then it's the toddlers, you exactly. know. Yeah. Cause I there mean, was my a, friend, one of our friends just had a baby. Um, she's in her, in her mid to late twenties. She had COVID. Wow. And, um, you know, got pregnant and the baby was born healthy, thankfully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hopefully some of her antibodies right. were naturally right. transmitted. And now she's, since then, she's also had her vaccinations and she's still breastfeeding. So the baby's definitely getting it yeah. in her breast milk. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean... Kids are gonna. There's gonna be a lot of kids. It's gonna be all. It's dying. gonna be horrific. It's gonna be the most disgusting and gruesome fall I think that we're ever gonna experience, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's so un, it's avoidable and it's it's yep. just depressing. And I'm scared because yeah, my my niece is going to school on next Monday. So yeah, I mean, um, if you're going to private school, private schools, you know, don't have to follow any stupid no mask mandates. Right. Uh, they can they can mandate masks. Till they're blue in the face because you're not getting any state money. Exactly. Well, and I mean, she's going to public, but at least out here we have, you know, responsible, we have responsible leadership and, and I know that they're taking all the precautions. The thing is, is it's like they're kids. And so I don't know whose parents are getting vaccinated and, you know, what, where they're, if they're going out to dinner every night, if they're, if they're not being cautious and then they're coming in, the kids are coming in. I mean, they have to take their masks off to eat lunch and right. you know they're running around on the playground so you know they're kids they just they're just going to be kids and so yeah it's like i just hope so because if if whatever this guy this rando on twitter that i saw tweeting about it um if it is correct that that by next month they'll be submitting it and then we only have to wait you know a certain a short period of time that could mean by october maybe november kids could start it and again i don't know the timeline this is a guess i'm just throwing it out there because i'm hopeful and i'm you know so afraid that my father who is around my niece my father right. who's getting his operation and you know he's got a fucking stent he's got a pacemaker he's got all this shit going on so he's vulnerable to it and i just you right. know i just want to be just want everybody to be healthy. But anyway, I think it's time to wrap things up. And, um, you know, as usual, I do enjoy talking to you because you're just so smart and fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell Bob, and I so mean this, you're such a good person. It's just you're oh, such a you. good person and it comes out. And I think, you know, I mean, talking about the Ted Lasso shit, it's good to to build people up and to recognize good souls. You're a good soul. And I'm, I'm just really proud to know you. I got to meet you through Bob. But yeah. I just, I love you. I adore you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being on the show. And of course, like Anytime. I say, every time, tell everybody where to find you. At From the Bunker Junior on the Twitter machines, from dash <laughs> dash bunker.com, and uh, Patreon slash From the Bunker if you want to uh, listen to our show and watch 
up to two sketches a month, depending on the tier. I have to <laughs> upload sketches next week. Um. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you can find me at Author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-I, well, I should say L-E-Y. Just L-E-Y at the end of the name. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. When, when Sean was doing the edits for Free Speech TV the other day, showing me how to do it, I said, there's an extra E. <laughs> Don't forget the extra E, because Don't my mom had to go e. put that extra E in and confuse everybody. And then, of course, <laughs> you can find my books on Amazon. But thanks again, Jody. Talking to you is always a pleasure. Same here, Kimberly. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.